Welcome to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. I'm Aaron Stark from um, various places around the internet and the You Are Not Alone Facebook group. Hey, great to have you back on here on Friday, Aaron. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Eric? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. We're wrapping up this first week here with Minute 3, and it starts with more concert memorabilia and writing and ends with chipmunks singing about Christmas in 60s Southern California. Which is the way every good acid trip should end. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, wrapping up this cast, we've just got these four more cast uh, members. Uh, first one being Zoe Deschanel. She is the epitome of quirky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and actually all all three three out of these four are all listed on the same page. You know, as as credits sometimes do. Kind of list some together that are on the lower end of the of the uh listing. But yeah, she's yeah, she's uh yeah, done a lot of uh of these characters that are certainly on the quirky side. She's been in a couple of my favorites, though. This is evidently her second film. She debuted in a film called Mumford, and then she supported in this one. Um, she was in one of my all-time favorite movies, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> which was fantastic. Um, most of the other ones aren't really my type of movie. Um, uh-huh. More, my, I bet my wife and daughter have seen all of them. <laughs> Uh, failure to launch 500 days of summer but she's also really well known for her singing she has an excellent singing voice yeah. mm-hmm. and has released a couple jazz albums yeah and that's that's the the group called she and him i've never really listened to their music but i have i i can't say i've never listened i've heard it a couple times but i've never like listened to it on purpose but it yeah. is very enjoyable and then we got uh jimmy fallon yeah yeah and a lot of people you know, you'll mention Jimmy Fallon in this movie. And they're like, "What? He's what? He's in that?" It's like, um, "Yeah, he's he's uh We'll get to him much later on." Yes, and I actually really like his character. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, and you know, today, yeah, yeah, today, I mean, he's you know the host of the Tonight Show, which I mean, for me, you know, I'm I, I go back when I was a kid. Johnny Carson was ending his his run. Hmm. But I mean, you know, and, and before this, though, I mean, he was doing SNL. I mean, this this is probably, I think, in the middle of him being on SNL. Yeah, well, this was this was, I think, the, his first thing near the end of his SNL run. Okay. Um, yeah. his S, he was notorious for SNL on SNL for breaking character. He yeah. would constantly drop out of the uh, skit and start laughing his head off. Yeah, he's uh, that that transition. He he finally stabilized that Tonight Show after the mess that happened with because um, Car- Carson left and that was a legend leaving, and then we had the Jay Leno, and then Conan O'Brien, and then Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and but Jimmy has definitely brought it. Um, I think the both Jimmy and Stephen Colbert have definitely taken this generation mm-hmm. of the late night shows to a new level. Yeah. Fallon is another one known for some of his musical tastes out uh, beyond just comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, you know, and, and really, as far as I know, I don't think he's anything done anything kind of serious musically. But, no, I mean, no, he, just he, in mean, his comedy. I, I I have at least one album. He's they've released one album of of essentially stuff he's done on his show, um, mm-hmm. where he's imitating essentially like Neil Young and Bruce Springsteen and a few others. I think his um, Neil Young is fantastic. He's got some kind of knack for that that kind of a mixture of of a, some funny musician stuff. Yeah, and he usually um, looking at his his filmography. He for the last ten years looks like he's mostly cameoed as himself. Yeah. Um, okay. He has a run of looks like one, two, well, se- six, seven films where he cameoed all by himself. Well, and those are probably where he's he's they're, they're showing a TV and 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 a yeah. scene, and he's yeah. you know doing his Tonight Show gig or something yeah. similar at least. You yeah, know, and this, like that it. goes back to to at least like the the one I really noticed it on where where they used you know the real people um, uh, is uh, Contact movie contact and larry king mm. is there interviewing matthew mcconaughey but not as matthew mm-hmm. mcconaughey but as the yeah as, as his character in the movie and, and they have they even used clips of bill clinton at the time too yeah i thought that movie was so well done you know finding finding uh alien or you know stuff that really seemed to indicate there's possibility for some kind of alien life on mars stuff that was kind of coming out then of him talking about this extraordinary event happening and they just make it into, well, he's talking about this, this mm-hmm. other kind of alien <laughs> uh, message that happens in that movie. Crazy. Yeah. And um, uh, looking at more of what he's done, he was in one of my favorite series and a complete departure for him. I think it might be one of his only really dramatic roles beyond this in almost famous was he was in band of brothers. On oh, HBO. okay. I didn't realize that. And yeah, wow. he had he had a small part, but almost everybody mm-hmm. had small parts in that. And yeah, but he was it was really well done, really really well done. And then he went on a long career of hosting, so he would host at yeah, various right. award shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so such a such a you know a big jump from having this uh, kind of smaller part in this movie. Really really weird that we get him here for this. And then we have the one I think I know the least about, which would be mm-hmm. Bijou Phillips. I think I mostly know her because of her parents, um, or it might be her sister. Right. Well, you know, and I've thought that at times, but then I've, I've, I've half you know, siblings. I've, I've with with Busy Phillips. No, no. Oh, um, um, oh you're talking about Mackenzie yeah, with with the yeah Wilson and Phillips. Yeah. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, you know, right. And their 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 father was was like I you know, and, and for <laughs> for him, you know, he he definitely got around uh John Phillips. Mm-hmm. Um we won't even get into the more lascivious nature stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that, um, the mamas and the papas is yeah. a whole episode of its own. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't really seem to have much in the way of a filmography. She's done mm-hmm. some small port parts, some port parts in some independent horror films, um, a couple uh, bit parts in movies. No, no lead, no, no leads anywhere. Doesn't seem. She did have a small part in a couple of, uh, Fox comedies. She was on uh, guest starred in some Hawaii Five O episodes, and I believe she was a a victim of a crime on a Law and Order episode. She got to play a corpse. 
Um, so then finally on the next, you know, on a, on a one last, uh, separate, uh, listing or, you know, or the, uh, the, the yellow legal pad, uh, you know, and Phil, or I think it's Anne, is it? Yeah. And Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, and, and that, that might be, you know, <laughs> besides maybe Francis McDormand, <laughs> you know, I mean, these yeah, two, I think two that's awfully comparable. huge actors, just, just amazing and, and big big uh, yeah. amounts of credits and so versatile such a yeah. such a terrible loss when, yeah, when he right. died yes his from from his comedy and things like boogie nights and then this and then big lebowski and then his more dramatic stuff in like capote where it, right. that was just i wasn't even a big fan of what? the truman capote story and that blew me away yeah and and magnolia Magnolia, I mean, yeah, yeah, the Boogie Nights, Magnolia, you know, the, those those couple that with uh, were with um, uh, Anderson. Uh, and I think Thomas my Anderson. I think my first one I ever saw him in was oh, Twister. Man. Honestly, yeah. The the other Anderson one uh, that I like a lot is uh, The Master. And uh, speaking yes. of Scientology, that we were, you know, that's yes. I uh, that's on the list of ones to watch. Similar to I this, have, it's it's names changed, but it's yeah. I have not been able to see yeah. that one yet, but I really, uh-huh. really want to. Yeah. He was in. He was in Scent of a Woman. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. The uh, yeah. the um, uh, uh, Charlie Kaufman um, as the director of uh, uh, Synecdoche, New York. Mm, um, I've watched that for a while. But yeah, I thank you for. <laughs> I do have a hard time with that one for some crazy reason. Um, yeah, the invention of lying—that's what another one of my all-time favorite movies. He was in the invention of lying. Okay. Have you ever seen that one with Ricky Gervais? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've definitely or, seen parts of it at least. Yeah, that that one was. I think that one was really well done. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Moneyball, um, yeah. all the Hunger Games movies, which is strange yeah. that that was his last part was in the Hunger Games. And and maybe one of the yeah between Hunger Games and then this other big franchise the uh, Mission Impossible three, mm. which hopefully I'll be able to be on uh, uh, Minute Impossible uh, next season. They're in the middle of uh, uh, the second season for number two, which I was on uh, recently uh, to this recording. Um, I was on the first first season, second season. Hopefully, I'll make it to the third as well. Looks like at the very beginning of his career, he also played a killer on Law and Order. Oh yeah, <laughs> killer or corpse? <laughs> yep, probably both. Or a fam- family member. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, you got some other people in there like Robin Williams. You know, they've done they've done those roles too. And oh yeah, it's I that's 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 a proving ground where they'll throw you in for an episode or two. Okay. What's funny after my we watch all those shows and have for a long time. So you'll see someone as a killer in season yeah. four, and then they're a detective in season 12. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then so we've come to the end of the credits. Yeah. The first song ends, and then we have the start of the Chipmunks, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Uh-huh. And and one thing that's also then happening is with all this memorabilia and it's – uh. Zooming in on this uh, one uh, one piece, it's uh, a key, little keychain with just one key on it, and the and the tag of the keychain is uh, the plaza. Yeah, and the um, uh, debauchery in hotels will play heavily into the yeah. plot of this movie. 
but then but then it cuts you know besides the music starting of, of chipmunks uh singing about christmas which was a huge thing for me as a kid i had a I had a vinyl Fisher, Fisher Price vinyl, or actually, it was probably more, very much, much more, much more plasticky than vinyl is technically, um, uh, of a player of uh, turntable of record, a record player, mm-hmm. um, toy record player from Fisher Price that I definitely had. You know, this this song, as well as many other kinds of things like Star Wars <laughs> storybooks mm-hmm. and uh, the Jungle Book and other. Yeah, other I used to have a, Disney uh... and. Star Wars. I used to have a, there was a, uh, my parents got me at the same time the, this exact record actually of the Chipmunks yeah. Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And then another, it was a 45, I had a little 45 player. And then the other 45 that got me was a Marvel Comics song where Stan oh. Lee was singing, um, make the Marvel Marching Society. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to figure yeah. that. We'll have to, we'll have to post that. We'll have to. The... There are some a uh, couple good guys that are doing uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yeah, the, when that this was comes an old, out, we'll definitely. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. I'm sure, it's, yeah, I'm sure it's YouTube. Yeah, it's, everything's on YouTube these days, so someone has put it up there. But it's it's and it's a bunch of kids singing, "We are the Merry Marvel Marching Society." Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, and then the, 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 the shots that we see visually, we get, uh, you know, these palm trees looking up at the sky, you know, and it's, and it's, you know, it's, <laughs> they're moving by pretty fast, you know, it's so, and it turns out, you know, it's, I think it's pretty obvious, you know, that, that, you know, you're, we're driving on, we're, we're in a car driving along a street <clears throat> and looking at some other stuff, but right, right at first, it's not that obvious. It's just looking very much up with nothing no no parts of the car or anything it must must have been shot from a convertible probably or something and it does a good job of setting us right away in california mm-hmm. with the palm trees and yeah. the the that that general aesthetic it definitely you can feel that you're mm-hmm. in southern california with that and then we see more credits come up got music supervisor danny bramson i don't know much about him and the credit for uh, Nancy Wilson, you know, of of mm-hmm. Heart. Yep. Gotta love Heart and That's... Cameron's uh, wife. They're still on tour, Nancy and. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, mm. yeah. They just came through Colorado not too long ago. I tried to give my wife a ticket. She's a <laughs> huge Heart fan. I do know that um, these the this Chipmunk song is kind of crazy because they they've the the rights to it have been torn up so much that mm-hmm. the the people who own it are kind of uh kind of despots with it they 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 the one family owns the chipmunks and only they can do the chipmunks so <laughs> from what i've heard they're not very easy to work with so my it's a little bit surprising that they were allowed for their song to be in the movie honestly do you have anything else the one other thing we're seeing i mean besides you know we eventually get to these like very street scenes and and kind of like like a surf surf shop and and some some just you know general neighborhood there in in, uh, in uh, southern california san diego even more specifically um 
but uh i think this is it. i think ooh, yeah so this one building that we see i would like to point that out and it's that's mm-hmm. uh it's it, the street it's on is is uh, el prado in san diego california and mm-hmm. it's the san diego museum of man oh that's so cool it's just it's just uh you know it's just very interesting that this is you know kind of the one most recognizable thing you know i mean you can't pinpoint where you are with these houses that's that's pretty would be pretty crazy but this one uh, very unique uh very old looking style of a building it's got some you know dome a dome part of it but then it's also mm-hmm. got a very very high tower kind of part so just point that out um otherwise I mean, the only other credit that I thought, you know, uh, you know, I, I think it makes sense to point out is this uh, uh, Gail Levin, who was the casting director. And because, I mean, this, as we've already gone, you know, gone through some of these, some of these actors that are in this, I mean, it's, it's just the initial uh, opening credits listing of actors. We will have a ton more to talk about with some other people. And when, when I think I mentioned uh, back on Monday, uh, P- Peter Frampton, his, uh, pretty small part you know you, you barely hear him talk even but um but uh you know the scale 11 that uh you know did just an amazing job here for this for this movie um and any other movies that she did i mean it, i'm looking her up on imdp okay so she's been she's been very you know uh hooked up with cameron crow for for a, a ton of his movies you know um, certainly, um, uh, Empire Records and, uh, Jerry McGuire, uh, this one, of course, Fiddle Sky, Elizabeth Town. Um, the, the other one with, uh, Kate Hudson, the How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, yes. Yes, most definitely. Silverado. Yeah. Empire Records, one of my favorites. Yep. She's done a bunch of good movies, it looks like. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'd like to watch that again. That's been a long time. That's a fantastic film. Yeah. Yeah. That was where I noticed that Leonardo DiCaprio was ex- way more talented yeah. than anybody was noticing. Right. Yeah. Before yeah. I had seen him on, I think I had saw him on like a TV show, the Facts of Life, not Facts of Life. Growing what Pains. <laughs> Growing Pains. That's the one. With uh, Kirk, good old Kirk Cameron. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> wonder if they talked about bananas. But, um... Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, and, you know, the only other credits kind of things, you know, the, the interesting thing with the initials after a couple of the, couple of the people, the, of the, you know, there's, you know, two listings for editors, Joe Hershing and Sarah Klein. And, you know, after Hershing, we have ACE, and that's just this kind of a, a accreditation kind of that they that they need to have in there the director of photography this john toll with his asc it's a good thing to see that you have someone that's uh i think been through the, been through the ringer and so forth and <laughs> has a, to, to to showcase that they're 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 really technically proficient absolutely in those, in those uh high demand spots um, so, um, if that's all we have for this minute, anything else, Aaron? Yeah. No, I think, I think that's about covered it. So the last question for you today, even though you'll be back with us next week, um, mm-hmm. uh, we'll have another guest, which will go through a lot of these questions we have, uh, 
each minute with you. Um, but so this time for you though, uh, if you can help us understand your history with this movie and you know the first time you saw it and you know how many times you've seen it, I think that's uh, an interesting All thing. Right. But uh, yeah, what, what anything else you might have to say? I found this movie right away after it came out. I did not see it in theaters. I saw it as soon as it was released on VHS. And I was working at a blockbuster video at the time. And I we used to be able to check out movies and take them home. And I checked that one out the instant it came out. And I just fell in love between the music and the story, the, the way the story caught me. And then, like I said, I just fell deeply in love with Kate Hudson. She just, I was at such a crush on her. And that I, I I think I wore that tape out. I watched that videotape like 50 or 60 wow. times yeah. and just watched it over and over and over again. So much so that I could quote most of the scenes of the movie. <laughs> and it was over the years I've shown it to all of my kids. And every time it comes on, I get all happy and watch it. It's one of those movies that I just won't let them turn off because I like to watch it all yeah. so whenever it's on cable. So yeah, it's I've seen it. I'd say it's an easily up to about 100 times. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's one of one of my top yeah. 5 all-time favorite movies. I think that's a great reason to have have you as as uh the co-host here this these first 2 weeks and uh and hopefully some more to come down the line too. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Well, not a problem. Um, so, uh, uh, any quick last little plugs you want to do or just remind people? Um, if you want to follow, follow me, come find me on at Stark author or Stark dad, 1313 on Twitter. Um, come find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook group called you are not alone, all based on positivity and love and support people who don't, who feel they don't deserve it. Um, and just Google Aaron Stark or I was almost a school shooter to see what I've been doing to try to advocate for more attention to mental health and mm-hmm. to um, give support to the more outcast in society. Yeah, it's an amazing thing you're doing. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. I'm not stopping anytime soon, so stay no, tuned. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, so this was uh, Friday with, on with Minute 3 and with Aaron, and we'll be back with him next week too with... Uh, uh, another special guest. So until then, um, it's all happening. It's all happening. I am a golden god! it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football fantasypoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points fantasypoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play whether you play fantasy football daily fantasy sports or do a little bit of everything fantasy points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 